The war in Ukraine is the first major land war between two modern militaries that are equipped with advanced conventional weapons that we've seen in decades. There are a myriad of emerging lessons coming from this war. In, in some ways, it's too early to draw conclusive lessons, but there are certainly some insights that are evident after four and a half months of fighting uh, that are worth sharing with those that study and think about the future of conflict. One of those organizations is the United States Army. And as we heard from the Secretary of the Army, Christine Warmuth, uh, at the end of May, the Army is carefully looking at their version of the lessons from this significant major land war between Russia and Ukraine in Eastern Europe. She identified several lessons that the Army is already beginning to take from this war, including the critical importance of leadership, of training and discipline, the essential nature of logistics during long conflicts, and clearly that the U.S. Army needs to think about reducing its electronic signals to be able to defend against advanced drones and to work on building up munition stockpiles and the defense industrial base for conflicts that are not over in days or weeks, but may take months or years. These are all important lessons, and my colleague, uh, Dr. Nora Benzahel, and I have written about many of these before, but we think there are at least five additional lessons that the Army has not yet drawn from what Dr. Benzahel and I have observed in the first you know, five months of fighting. So we're going to talk a little bit about those today and explain why we think those are important, beginning with priorities for the Army. The first one that we uh, identified is that the U.S. Army needs to prioritize Europe over Asia. For the past several years, the Army has been very focused on preparing for some form of conflict in the Pacific, likely against a Chinese adversary. But uh, the Army role in that theater does not really involve combat because it will primarily be an air and naval battle if that war comes, not one that is fought on land. The Army has an enabling role to play in the Pacific, but its combat forces need to focus on Europe in protecting our allies and continuing to deal with the Russian threats to uh, our European allies. Additionally, the battlefield is changing significantly, and it's, it's evident that the Army is going to have to react to those changes. One of those most significant changes is the reality that the modern high-intensity battlefield provides nowhere to hide for the combatants. We've seen an incredible transparency on the battlefield in Ukraine, where not only do individual Ukrainian citizens post cell phone videos and Twitter reports on Russian military movements, but we've also seen a profusion of what's called open source intelligence, the commercial availability of everything from low cost satellite coverage to you know, Starlink uh, communications that can link citizens to soldiers to command posts in ways that make it almost impossible to hide on the battlefield. Ironically, the U.S. Army is organized in some ways, not unlike the Russian military with large formations, battalions, brigades of heavily armored and mechanized forces, which are even more difficult to hide. And we see the future battlefield, you know, only being more transparent, only being more difficult to 
conceal your movements, to achieve surprise, to protect the security of your forces as you're undergoing operations. That's a huge change, and the U.S. Army is largely unprepared to deal with that because it has never faced that degree of naked battlefield, full transparency of what it's doing, both from its logistics supply chains that come all the way back to the States, all the way to the forward theater. Another key change for the Army is that its helicopter fleet may be now at significant risk in future high-intensity battles. Uh, the Army only lost about 75 helicopters during the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan over 20 years. Uh, arguably, there's been well over 150 Russian helicopters lost in the first few months of this conflict. And the Russians are flying in a contested environment where not only do the Ukrainians have significant air defenses, but also are flying fighters and are contesting control of the air in a way that the U.S. Army has never experienced. The Army is about to build a new future vertical lift program for new helicopters. Those helicopters and the environment they operate in will be entirely unlike anything the Army has seen in its 70-year history of operating a lot of helicopters. The future is not bright for these helicopters, these new rotary wing aircraft being survivable in this high-intensity battlefield. Those are three of the most important lessons that we think the Army needs to learn. We have identified a couple of others in a column that we published at War on the Rocks called The Other Lessons, Other Big Lessons that the U.S. Army Should Learn from Ukraine, where we also argue that the Army is at risk of finding lessons that further its own thinking rather than the kinds that we have identified that will really challenge it to transform the ways in which it thinks about warfare in the 21st century, particularly uh, the three big lessons that we talked about today. 